All right, Tyler. Hello, Sam. Uh, hello. 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 Bling bling. Hello. Is this <gasps> Barack Obarner? <laughs> That's a fine. No, this is Tyler and Sam here with the 2.3 bonus episode. Which is, in case numbers aren't your thing, Return to Omashu. Yeah, season two, episode three, The Return to Omashu. Numbers are my thing. So, like, whenever we're talking about, um, the episodes, I'll always be like, yeah, we have to record 2.3 tonight. And you're like, okay, which, which one, one is that? that? <laughs> <laughs> yep, basically, because my mind is not numbers focused. That's and my cool. mind Were is you good at math in high school? Yeah, I was. Calculus was one of my favorite classes. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Not I. <laughs> I, really, I, could, I, I did really well in math. math. <laughs> I did well in math um, when I had good teachers, um, but I did not enjoy it. Like, it was not a subject I wanted to put work into. Yeah. Whereas, like, every humanities class I ever took, I wanted to put work into mm-hmm. those classes. So. I actually started doing pretty poorly in math because, like, for a while it went too slow. So then I started, like, zoning out and not paying attention. But then, like, because I wasn't paying attention, like, I wouldn't learn things. So, like, it was going too slow for, like, a few, like, um, lessons or whatever and mm-hmm. then I didn't know what was going on and then like everything that the teacher was teaching was like based off of things that I didn't know what was going on so like I had to play catch up for probably about two years in high school and that oh, was yikes. not fun no that but, doesn't like, sound fun once I got caught up and when I was in calculus that was a good example of like things were getting taught at the pace of which I could like understand them and that's why I really liked it hmm. interesting it's very like trying to challenge my brain and I loved it. And then when Good I went to you. college, I didn't do any math. <laughs> I was like, no, nope, I didn't do any math. Not doing this. <laughs> nope. I read a lot of books. Yep. That's what I did. That's what I did too. Funny story, actually. Um, in in high school, my favorite topics were um like math and science. Physics was also one of my favorite classes that I took. Physics and chemistry. I loved physics and chemistry. I liked chemistry. Um, but then I really, really hated, um, history and English. But then when I got to college, I like avoided math and science, like the plague. And I took a shit ton of history classes or not history, English classes. Um, and then like a few history classes that really interested me. (laughs) And you loved them. Yeah. I, I was almost an English minor. I had like enough credits to be an English minor, but I didn't have like the right courses to be an English minor. Mm. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a fun little tidbit of Tyler's life. Yeah. <laughs> that also explains why I'm the one who writes all the episodes because I love, you know, the whole analytical and I love writing and yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. I love writing too, but I like more prose writing. Yeah, I wanted to be an author when I was growing up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Up until yeah. about ninth grade, I wanted to be an author. I wrote for fun as early as like second grade i can remember like my favorite is when we wrote short stories for english yep i loved writing short stories yeah me too and i, I, was st- the same I way. still like i even like the poetry unit mm-hmm. i loved the poetry unit i don't like, like i already write poetry yeah i don't like so. poetry in high school but i loved it in college mm-hmm. yeah i had like a whole book of i'm actually a published author i'm a published poet <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I am Sam. Shut yes, up. you are. But it's like this. It's the school. It really, it's the school. The school literary. The journal. school literary journal. You know what? Who cares? You are published. I'm published. But I feel like that 
has an asterisk after it. Like it's published, also like, but it's also not that hard to get by. <laughs> no, it's also like the stupidest poem I've ever read written. Oh yeah, it is very dumb. Maybe we'll share that at some point. Maybe. Maybe we should start talking about something related to yeah, the Yeah, we've now. been rambling now for a little bit Please long. Please tell us if we rambled for too long and if you don't want to hear that stuff. But anyway. if, you do, we'll, uh, if you do want to hear that kind of stuff, we will do more anecdotes. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, we talking about Return to Omashu. There's something we omitted from the script in that episode yeah. that we reserved, especially for you patrons yeah. in this episode. I mean, like I've said before, like um, we have to cut a lot of stuff out for the episodes that we write. And this is one of the things that we decided to cut out that we were like, mm, we should include it in the uh, bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, at one point when... Katara is with, um, well, the gang is with um, the resistance after they've escaped the city and they've mm-hmm. discovered that they have um, Tom Tom, the governor's son. Um, Katara's playing with Tom Tom and she goes, Oh, you're so cute. And the leader of the resistance says, Sure, he's cute now, but when he's older, he'll join the Fire Nation army. You won't think he's so cute then. He'll be a killer. And this, this line really hit me hard because it's like, oof. That is a really, really great analysis as, like, being raised in a, you know what I mean? Like, being raised in a militarized environment Mm -hmm. and, like, how people aren't necessarily, like, born evil or born to think that they're better than others. Like, it is really their, the environment that they're raised in and how they treat other people. And I thought that was very interesting. Um yeah, I we have subpoints for this because I wrote this in the script. I wrote, no one is born evil, but the way they were raised, what they were taught to be right and wrong, and what makes them who they are. It's what made Zuko into a maniac who hunted the Avatar. It's what made Iroh into a war general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Kind of sad. It is, but it, it it's it's true. And, like, you can even draw comparisons to living in America. Like... When you learn about what happened with, like, the Red Scare in in America and the Cold War and stuff Mm. and all of the, like, anti-communist propaganda we were fed and stuff and how they demonized communism and all the communist countries and stuff like that and we're, like, scaring people and it has caused now, especially older generations, to be – to have that sentiment Mm -hmm. because – they were fed literally in schools. Like the reason we say the Pledge of Allegiance in schools in America is because of the Cold War. That's okay. You yeah. didn't know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's because of, it was added, I think, in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's because of the Cold War and like trying to create That's a something sense they of explore pride. later in the series, too. Yeah. So we'll come across that. We're no spoilers, but we will explore that later in the series. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's. It was America trying to increase patri- patriotism to combat communism. So it it was because of the information from the top down, the government was making propaganda, which propaganda is literally just information specifically curated to get a certain like viewpoint. Viewpoint or, across. Yeah. Yes. It's not like propaganda like, oh, they're brainwashing you. It's like, no, literally governments do that all the time. Propaganda is everywhere. Yeah. Um Look at a political ad. There are primaries everywhere. That's propaganda. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you live in the U.S. Well, even yeah, if, if you, you live in the U.S. I forgot that that's not a thing in yeah. other places. I mean, even if you don't live in the U.S., look at political ads for the U.S. because they are <laughs> scalding. 
they are scalding and sometimes uh, offensive and racist. Offensive, yeah. Exactly. I love one of my favorite Twitter accounts is like accidentally left wing. Yes. <laughs> like super right wing people will say things that like accidentally come across, like prove mm-hmm. the point of someone they're arguing. Anyway, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, obviously, you can change what you believe is right and wrong. You can change how you treat people, but you have to make the effort to do so. I think mm-hmm. that's trying to say like, um, you know, we're raised to think this way, and especially like the Fire Nation, they're raised to believe they're better than the rest of the world. Um, and I want to make it very clear that like that just because you're raised that way, that doesn't mean that that's who you are, but you do have to make for put forth the effort to do that. I think a really great example is Uncle Iroh. We know he was a war general, and the death of his son really affected him, and so he put forth the effort to change who he is and now we see that he's this very very peaceful peaceful calm old man who just likes pie show and just yeah. loves loves everyone. Yeah, that's that's the difference, right? Where if you are presented with new information and you choose to ignore it or don't put forth the effort to actually explore that possibility, that is on you. It is not on you that you grew up in a country that was spoon-feeding you propaganda right. and that your country and your race basically is better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, But then when they get out of that and are presented with new information that kind of like what Zuko has happening to Zuko right now mm-hmm. um, or, or is what's starting to happen to Zuko right now, yeah. it, his viewpoint on the world is being challenged. If you're presented with that and you continue to go down that path that is on you that is your fault yeah, I like agree. because you are not putting forth the effort to actually understand and obviously most people in this world have morals where you know thinking one race is above another race that's called racism and that's morally wrong because yeah. it's not true um well sam so, what about reverse racism that's not what we're talking about. I'm kidding. We're <laughs> not, not going to dive into that. We are not going to dive into that right not now. not doing that. That is way too much to don't go into. That's for like a philosophy class, dude. Like, this ain't a philosophy class. Yeah, I'm like, this is a bonus episode. We do, pretty, we do get pretty philosophical. 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 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> philosophical in these bonus episodes, though. That's true. Well, I try to get a little bit philosophical in the main episodes, too. But obviously, like, you have to appeal to a wider audience anyway um last point i had written down for this that was cut out was ultimately the resistance leader is right this child will be raised to believe the fire nation is the greatest in the world and because his father is a governor he will probably join the army and be in charge of killing multiple people probably yikes if the war goes like it's going yes that is not that is not a good sign that's not great no i mean hot look that's what happens. You don't see it too often that, you know, the son of a prominent... You see more often than not that the son of, like, a prominent politician or whatever is going to join the game. Like, mm-hmm. the game of being a bureaucrat. Right. Um. So, it is It is very likely. That is a, that is a good point. But, I don't know. Maybe he'll be, like... Fuck you, Dad. I don't listen to authority. I mean, like, there are things that happen where we know that this child will probably grow up in a different world, but those are too spoilery again, so we can't talk about it. I don't know. I just think it's, of course, me being the former history major, I brought up the Cold War and the Soviet Union. Yeah, but um, I don't know that much about that. 
Well, maybe you should do more reading. Well, I'm going to have to because it comes up in the series later. It, it does. It's, oh my God. Michael, <laughs> Michael Dante DiMartino. Oh, Michael. I thought you said my goal. No. And I was like, what? <laughs> Michael, thank you for creating a series that teach, introduces so these concepts. This is woke, too. This is like 2006. Yes. They're like, thank you for intro- making a series that introduces these concepts to kids and putting, like, narrating a thread of challenging authority they're into like, your head ass. The creators were like, Bush presidency? <laughs> Fuck the Iraq war. <laughs> And I'm like, I stand. Fuck you. I'm going to write a series about how the Iraq war is wrong. I love it. <laughs> like, hell so yeah. Good. I can get behind so that. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Okay. Well, thank you, patrons, for listening to this bonus episode. Yeah, thank you for giving us money. No, shut up. It's not about that. It's about how we like them as fans and we appreciate their willingness to contribute so we can make better content. Yeah, they know. They know I'm joking. I, I had a very ha- heartfelt talk on the last bonus episode. I know. How I just much wanted I to clarify. It. Anyway, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you so much, and we will see you next week in the next bonus episode. In the next one about two four. <laughs> the swamp. Yeah, the swamp. Yeah. Oh, the swamp. Nice Ooh. Okay, smash that stop button. Okay. Bye.